You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula Podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. I'm Jenny. I'm a compulsive eater. I'll start by qualifying. I've been in program about four and a half years now. And since being in program, I've lost about 40 pounds. Uh, my top weight was when I was pregnant and I peaked at 264 pounds. And from that weight, I'm down over 120 pounds. Um, Michelle, you could go ahead and show, um, yeah, that's a photo of me as a new mom with my infant, um, where I was probably about 264 pounds. Um, You can go on to the next one. We can just kind of move through them. Um, This is with some colleagues. Uh, My size and the feelings about my body affected my work. Um, You can keep going. And... um, it affected my marriage and you can keep just scrolling. Um, Yeah. And um, I work in health and wellness field and it was really hard for me to work in the field. Here is, uh, you can stop here for a moment. Yeah, the next one down. Um, I'd lost all the weight um, in this picture. Um, And you can see, that um, that was about seven years ago. I'd lost all the weight. Um, prior to that, I I was uh, holding on to the weight after I gained a lot of weight. Um, but uh, this was the divorce diet, and all the weight dropped. And you can't see it underneath my clothes, but my stomach was stretched out um, like a deflated balloon. And that's something that you don't hear about a lot. So I just wanted to mention that um, even though I'd gotten down to a weight that I was really comfortable with and happy about, I still had a lot of feelings about my body and felt incredibly frustrated that even though I got down to a size I liked, I didn't still feel comfortable. And I wasn't in OA at this point. You can keep going with the pictures. Um, And I was able to do things more active like rock climbing and uh, you can keep going. And and then I started to gain weight again uh, with the stress of um, life and divorce and selling the house. And at this picture here with Bugs Bunny is about a week or so after I joined OA. Um, And what happened for me was I had some kind of amnesia And it was like, I'd forgotten how I gotten heavy in the first place. And I was, you can stop for one sec. Um, I had uh, been eating when I was thin, like I didn't remember how I'd gotten heavy in the first place, which is incredibly, it's an incredibly strange phenomenon, but 
that's what happened. Um, and then you can keep going. Um, the, the picture in the dress is um, from two years ago or two and, two and change. And um, I was already in program and uh, closer to my goal weight. And then you can keep going. Um, and then this is closer to how I am now. And we can end with the pictures now. So thanks for showing those. I think that's it. Um, so for me, it's just been really helpful um, to be in program and stay connected to program um, so that I can remember <laughs> how I got there. And that even if I'm in a body that I'm happy with, not to forget um, how unhappy I do get when I start putting the weight back on. Um, so since being in OA um, and releasing the weight, I, it's been helpful in all areas of my life, um, uh, work and dating, mental health, physical health. Um, and even though I'm not at my goal weight right now, um, I'm working my way there and it's progress, not perfection. Um, and there have been times in program where I felt like um, the willingness to, to be abstinent and that it's been easier. And then there've been times when it's been harder. And when it's been harder, I've prayed for the willingness. Um, but um, right now I, I have the willingness and it's such a gift. Um, I'd like to read a passage uh, from this Overeaters Anonymous book, or actually a few passages that I think are really speaking to me right now, and maybe they will to you as well. So, um, so this book is Overeaters Anonymous, second edition, and um, it's from the first chapter, um, Keep Coming Back, Roseanne's Story. Honey, if you have a 23-inch waist, everything else will be all right. My mother's words were to haunt me all my growing up years. The promise that a slender figure would bring instant and permanent happiness was an illusion in which I believed with all my heart. The few times I was thin, nothing else changed. I thought that the fault was mine. If only I tried harder, I told myself. Everything would be different. The persistence of my illusion was astonishing. Trying harder was our family tradition. I come from a family of super achievers and compulsive overeaters. And I really liked that passage um, and could relate to it because it does run in my family as well. Um, my dad has been in program for over 30 years and he joined at the same age that I joined. Um, I had actually joined one time earlier, but it didn't stick. For some reason, I didn't identify as a compulsive eater the first time around when I joined. And all the evidence was there that I was a compulsive eater. But for some reason, I had decided I wasn't, which is very um, interesting. But I guess denial is a very strong thing. Um, the next passage, also from Overeaters Anonymous, second edition. Um, <clears throat> Um, one day in late 1978, during an OA convention meeting, I heard a speaker, Mary, tell her story. As she ended, she said, I tried to tell myself, Mary, you're okay. And I couldn't say it in front of the mirror. It took me six months to do it. Later that night, I bragged to myself, 
I certainly can do that right now, but I couldn't. I tried to tell myself I was okay, and I started to cry. Then I remembered my sponsor's lessons. Thelma had taught me to act as if. She had told me that I didn't have to want it or like it or believe it. Just take the action she had urged, and the feelings will follow. Acting as if it were true, I practiced telling myself, Roseanne, you're okay. Unable to look at myself in the mirror, I said that phrase all day, every day for six months. Then one day, then one December evening, I dressed, I was dressed for a party. In a hurry to leave, I paused briefly to check myself in the hall mirror before rushing out the door. Then I suddenly stopped and looked at myself. I smiled and say, said, Roseanne, you're okay. You are one fantastic lady and I love you. That wondrous feeling has remained with me to this day, evidence of God's work in my life. And um, I wanted to- Seven, Jenny. Thank you. I wanted to mention, um, to read that passage because I thought it was so important. And a lot of us are so hard on ourselves. Um, and sometimes we'll look at pictures of ourselves from years ago and go, why, why did we think we looked terrible then? We looked great. And um, I've been working with a sponsor who has been encouraging me to be gentle with myself. And that's what I do with my sponsees as well um, and do affirmations. And, you know, I don't necessarily do them in front of the mirror as, as uh, Roseanne was describing, but I think it's very important to, um, to have positive self-talk and be gentle and kind to yourself. Um, so this next, next passage is from page 24. <clears throat> the next day I sat down to write an eating plan for myself, allowing for several health problems, my age, height, and daily activities, I arrived at a nourishing plan for myself with abstinence from food between my allotted meals. That day I began to weigh and measure everything I ate. I hadn't been binging in my old manner, but I was appalled at how much I'd been consuming. No wonder I was still fat. At my short height, I was eating too much for my body. By the third day of this new plan, I began to feel a lightening of my spirit as if an inner weight were being lifted. It was so beautiful. I knew at once it was hope. For the first time in years, I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I'd been going to meetings for 27 years, I understood that I would have to work those 12 steps immediately. No matter how effective my eating plan was, weighing and measuring alone just wouldn't work. My salvation lay in those steps. And then on page 25, since our recovery is spiritual, emotional, and physical, I'm careful to include a daily routine of exercise and walking. It took three years to lose 40 pounds. That slow weight loss allowed my mind to become thin along with my body. On other diets, I'd lost weight so fast that my head stayed fat while my figure slenderized. And I think all of that is really um, important to remember. And I've recently changed, um, I, I weigh or measure my breakfast and I was hovering and staying the same. And I realized I was eating too much. And so I've changed my breakfast and um, recently I've started to lose again. Um, but it's really important to do it in a 
in a way that works for you and also be kind to yourself about it. And um, I wanted to share with you some affirmations that I do um, on a daily basis, or at least try to with my sponsor. And um, I typically talk to my sponsor five days a week. And here are some that, that I use. <clears throat> I am not my body. I am enough. I do enough. I have enough. I am in the body I'm supposed to be in. I love my body. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am brave. I love you. I am worthy of love. I am lovable. And um, when I talk with my sponsor on the phone, um, we typically will meditate together for five minutes during our call. And after that, I will, um, I will give her my affirmations. And if I don't say it with enough conviction, she'll say, say it like you're delivering a TED talk, do it over again. <laughs> and um, I think it's really important to, um, to do these things um, because um, we need, we need this. Um, I came to OA with so much self-loathing. Um, it's really, it's been really powerful and really helping me. Um, so um, what it's like for me now is um, I have strategies that I use. Uh, for instance, when I go to uh, family events, um, if there is dessert, which there usually is, um, I may leave and go outside or uh, make a, an outreach call or take a walk. And, you know, I know that that's not my food. Um, I have boundaries with other people. And um, if I have people in my life who are pushing food on me that isn't my food, I, I know they usually mean well, but I don't I try not to be around people who are going to sabotage my program. There are some people I can't avoid if they're family members, but in general, I try to not put myself in those situations. Um, I use an action plan and um, I exercise pretty much every day. That's part of my um, recovery. I, I write a gratitude list. Um, I am a sponsor and I have a sponsor. Um, I use prayer and meditation. Um, I work the steps and I found that. That's 14. Great. Thank you. Um, I found that uh, the making amends part um, was incredibly powerful um, when I was doing it. And it's been extremely helpful in my relationships with the people in my life. Um, my food plan, I'm in, I'm in OA classic, um, not how, is um, no sugar. And I do weigh and measure certain things. Um, and, um, but I don't have a, um, I do eat some flour and um, I, I'm on a plan that's working for me. Um, 
I really love the fellowship of this program. It's been extremely helpful to have the outreach and the support of the program. I listen to podcasts um, and uh, get a lot out of that. And I feel like I get a lot out of doing service for the program as well um, as um, co-secretary or speaker getter, or things like that. Um, and then just being clear with what works for me and what doesn't work for me, um, you know, in terms of my program and food and planning ahead so that if I'm going to be in a challenging food situation, I can think about, do I need to bring my own food? Um, what will I do, you know, with certain things and also planning for the time after an event, because I think a lot of us have our guard up at certain events or during a vacation, but it's afterward that we let our guard down and then that's when we get into trouble. So, um, so that's been an important time um, to really have the, um, the program, uh, the work of the program. So I think that's pretty much mostly what I wanted to say. Um, I guess the main, the main other thing I just wanna emphasize <laughs> is how important gratitude um, is in this program and um, how it really shifts from um, feeling deprived to feeling like I have bounty. And how in the beginning, when I first joined OA, I was crying a lot because I was thinking about all the things that I would have to give up. And instead of looking at that, it that way, I now look at all the things I'm gaining and I'm not losing, I'm not really losing these things. I'm gaining sanity, health, um, a lot of opportunity, um, feeling better about myself, feeling better about other people in my life and gaining peace and um, harmony and um, connection to the community within a way. So there are just so many benefits and I don't need to think about it as if I have to do this for the rest of my life. I just need to think about it for today. So um, I think with that, I'll end and thank you.